Hey y'all, this is Ginger DeVries, guest number 56 of the podcast encouraging you today to use your position to broadcast God's love. All things work together for the good to those who love God and to those who's called according to his purpose. God has sent Jesus to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives. Freedom, my friends. That season may not be the thing that you wanted necessarily, but God needs you to learn something. God has given her an ability to help people change the narrative of their life. If you do not genuinely believe in prayer, then there's no point in doing it. Hindsight with God, you understand, but yeah, in the middle of stuff, you just gotta hang on and trust Him. We're not supposed to do for God, we're supposed to be for God. The doing is a side effect. God is able to bless you abundantly. If He can take care of the birds of the air and the flowers of the field, so more can He do for you. My family and my husband and I sat in the store before we opened and we just prayed over the store and that we would unapologetically show the love of Christ. It's all going to work together for your good. If you love God, you just continue to stay humble, seek God, and it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. God's word says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We pray this episode is an encouragement to you to go out and use your position to broadcast his love. From Scotto Albritton Studios, here's your host, Ricky. Hey everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose for him. And we just thank God for the opportunity to be able to talk to you today, because we pray that you are drawn closer to Jesus from this podcast and that you just fall more in love with him because God is amazing and he is faithful. He is faithful. He will pull through for you. You just have to trust him. And so today we have on Jamie Bateman. She's the executive director of institutional advancement at South Florida State College in Avon Park, Florida. So it's just a joy to have you on because go Panthers. Hey, Panthers. That's it. Yay. (laughs) Yay. How are you today? I am great. Thank you for having me. This is, this is a humbling moment and I'm excited to be on, on your podcast and to share. And this is, I'm looking forward to our conversation. Yes. Me as well. And you are in a fun season in life. If you want to tell us a little bit about what you do and your family and just share with us what's going on in Jamie's world. Well, I mean, I can't start without saying how awesome it is. I am a grandma, um, affectionately called Mimi for the first time. And so my husband and I, our son, Jacob, and his beautiful wife, Emily, had their first baby and it's a little boy. His name is Ashton and he is six years old or six months old, not six years old. I'm not rushing this child life at all, but it is the biggest joy is, is that we are we, to see our, our kids succeed and to see our family grow. Um, and, and they're doing such an amazing job growing and growing their family and raising that little one in a, in a Christ-centered family. Also, it just makes us so proud. And we are just, that's, that's probably my highlight of, any introduction, I'm Mimi. That's that's the best part. Okay, um, so everyone, we're talking with Mimi today. <laughs> she doesn't have any gray hair. She has beautiful no. blonde hair. <laughs> beautiful curly blonde hair with a huge smile. Yes. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your daughter. I know what season yes. she's in with graduating, if you don't she mind. Is. 
She is. Taylor is just graduated or has just graduated from USF. She received her bachelor's degree and she is getting ready to, she's currently working at a law firm here in town and is going to pursue her law degree in about a year or so. This child, she's amazing. She is, she is someone who she sets her goals. Uh, she reaches for him. We have this this family motto that you shoot your arrow high, and it was something that my daddy taught me years ago. Um, he literally took me outside and gave me a bow and arrow, and he said that tree in front of you is the tree of life. And you know, if you you depend on where you shoot that arrow, is going to depend on where you go in life. And he said, yeah. always aim your arrow high. Yes. And so we we pass that encouraging message on to our kids. Jacob has done that also. Emily continues to do that. But Taylor, she recently just with her graduation and she is continuing to grow and we couldn't be more proud. She is just, she's amazing. Yes. There's a book by Mark Batterson. Um, It's called Do It For A Day and it's how to make or break habits. But in the book, he talks about having God-sized goals, like Mm -hmm. don't make small goals, make God-sized goals. <laughs> yeah. I just, I literally just flipped to it. It's 125. How does that uh-huh. happen? That's God. Okay. He yes. wants to, for you who's listening, he wants you to hear this. <laughs> okay. This is, a, you know, it's a 200 or four, not four. It's a 200 page book. And this just opened up to the page. Okay. Here you go. The goal is not the goal. The goal is the process. I believe in setting God-sized goals. Go after a goal that is impossible without divine intervention, but the goal isn't accomplishing the goal It's who you become in the process. God uses big dreams to make big people. Why? They keep us on our knees. They force us to exercise faith. They make us make sacrifices. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We we were talking about, Taylor and I were actually um, sitting on the couch last night and we were talking about goals. And and I told her, I said, because I I said, what are your goals? What are your, in the next five years, where do you see yourself? What are your goals? And of course, law school was uh, was uh, her number one goal is she wants to get through that and, and she wants to have a family. And and, I'll, and I told her, I said, one thing I want to encourage you, and this is something that someone had encouraged me, you always have two goals. And in, in your life, when you accomplish that one goal, you always have the next one and you keep working to, toward those goals. You pray through those goals. And it's obviously, it's it's if God's direction, if that's the way he wants you to go, if that's the path he wants you to take. And right. You pray, those goals, you pray through those expectations, you pray through those movements that you have in your life. Um, and you just pray every single step of the way that, Hey Lord, if this is where you still want me to go, then I pray that you open the door for me and where I can continue to, to walk, um, in his faith and, and walk in awe of God too, is, right. is, is amazing. And he will definitely help you. If that's the path he wants for you to take, then that's going that's to happen. So, yeah, exactly. This is so good. This is so good. This is God is just like showing up. He's showing up. Okay, there's a Bible verse about commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will be established. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. And oh my goodness. Okay. If you just commit your work to the Lord, like yeah. do what you're doing yeah. for Jesus, you know, do it wholeheartedly for him. Mm-hmm. He's going to establish your plans. He's going to bring you success. But he's going to be the one to do it. And it's so crazy because it's like in goal setting, sometimes I want to take the reins and be like, I got this. Yeah. Riding the horse. I'm like, I got this. But God's like, yeah, you're going. I've given you the ability to go do that. And I'm going to be faithful to you. You know, it's so good. Yes. Yes. Yep. And I love it. 
I love it. I love when he shows us. I had a, a pastor tell me years ago, he said, sometimes God will bring you up to a door and he will open that door just a smidge so you can kind of take a little peek to see what's on the other side of that door. And, and he said, what he's doing is he's allowing you to see so he can encourage you to let you know, hey, I have a plan for you. And it's not to harm you. It's not to hurt you. It's to give you hope and future and, and to plan for what you're going to do. And, but then he'll shut the door. And it's just, and it's, it's a way of saying, I'm not ready for you to walk through that door yet, but I'm helping you prepare to get ready to walk through that door. And, and that for me wow. has been monumental. That has helped me through my career and the growth that I've had um, and, and soon will have continued to have um, if, again, in God's timing, God's planning, but that's, that's what really helped me is to, is to focus on it's God and keep that reminder. It's God's time. It's God's, it's not Jamie's time. Right. It is God's time. And, and the thing that you, and you kind of tipped on the whole plan part. I am a planner. I mean, my job requires me to be a planner. That's what we do. That's how we work. Right. Uh, it's how we're successful in our careers and, and such. And it is so hard. Right. <laughs> it's so hard to take that back step or take the, go on, put yourself on that back burner and let God drive that you know, or sit in the back seat and let God drive. Um, because there's so many times that I, I do want to take those breaks and I just want to say, no, I got this. And then he shows me really quickly. He's patient and he steps aside. Okay. Show me what you think, because I'm going to come back alongside you and tell you, oh, no, you can't. <laughs> you gotta, right. I'm right here, but he picks us back up and he keeps on going. So, yeah. and I love it. It's, it's so humbling. I and mean, we've had so many guests come on the podcast and just talk about how God is crushing them. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. yes, but that's what we want because God create in me a clean heart, you know, yes. renew yeah. a steadfast spirit within me and then yeah. search me, God, know my heart, you know, take out any weight in me that's unclean. Mm -hmm. And that's something I have to keep praying because we're very similar, you know, go getters. We like yeah. to plan and I feel, to, I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like when I do plan, like when I do target pickup, for example, <laughs> my <laughs> life is much easier. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. And it's like, thank you, God, that you just saved me 30 minutes, you know, yeah. to do this target pickup. But it took planning to do that. Yeah. I'm curious to know, you said the word prepare and what God is preparing for you what it, you said, prepare to walk through that door. God is preparing you to walk through that door. And for the person listening, they might not know that God is preparing them for something. They Maybe they have hope. They're like, God, you're going to do something in my life. <laughs> I just yeah. know it. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're yeah. going to make a big bang in my own life, you know? Uh -huh. Yeah. But that word prepare is so powerful because it, makes us live life on mission today in this moment. And I just would love to know, what does that word mean for you? Preparing you? What does that mean for you? Oh, you know, this morning when I was doing my devotions, I, I always, I don't always, I sometimes I will rush through my devotions. Again, it's that planning part of me. Mm -hmm. And but this morning I thought I have to prepare my heart and I have to prepare my mind to receive what God's trying to tell me and to receive his word, to receive his message. Um, and we'll, and to literally walk every step that I do. 
So I did this exercise and I've done it before and I need to get better at it, but I will inhale the Holy Spirit Mm. and I exhale my donkeys. I inhale the Holy Spirit and I exhale my farm. I inhale the Holy Spirit. I exhale my boss. I literally went through this process and I don't know how long I did not hyperventilate, which was a good thing, but I exhaled my kids. I exhaled my husband. I exhaled my parents. I exhaled my friends. I exhaled everything. And not because I'm exhaling it because I need to get rid of it. I'm exhaling it because even though they're great, they're distractions and my time has to be with the Lord. So that is preparing me to sit in his presence and to just sit in awe of him and let the, my mind be clear of even though they're great, they're still distractions. Let my mind be clear of those distractions and prepare my heart to receive what it is that he's wanting to tell me. And right. so it's it's preparing yourself. Um, it's putting everything aside. It's putting yourself aside. And it's just, it's literally just um, taking time, like I said, to sit in his presence, to absorb his word, to absorb the Holy Spirit and to listen well, not with, not just with your heart, but with your mind and your ears and everything. Um, and to see, okay, Lord, what's that next step? What do you want? What do you want me to hear? And it may not even be a next step. It just may be something he just wants me to hear. And, and it may just be that he loves me, or it may just be that it's grace, or it may just be, don't worry about this. I got this. And I I may not know what the answer is, but I know that he's got it and he's given me that peace. So it's, it's, it's in essence, it's, just again, it's just kind of preparing yourself, um, yeah, in, in such a way that you're you're ready to receive. So I have a funny question, and then I have a serious question. Okay, do you really have donkeys? We do. Okay, we I do. didn't know if that was a figure of speech. <laughs> I'm like, whoever just heard that one. We <laughs> have donkeys. We, like, okay, yeah, we do. We have donkeys. We um, we have a hobby farm. Um, Billy and I, it's funny, kids grow up, they move out of the house and we move and we sell the house that the kids grow up in and we buy a bigger house with a bunch of property um, because that's what you do. (laughs) So we, um, a year ago, the Lord had blessed us with this house. And this is something that we had prayed about for years. We would go on Sunday drives out into the country, just praying, Lord, just this is where we want to be. This is what we want. And the Lord opened that door for us a year ago. Um, and it literally fell in our laps. Um, and that's another story, maybe for another podcast. I don't know, but it was, it was just amazing. And so since then we've just been having fun and, you know, and it's, it's those moments that we just take and we look around and we see that, you know, he's, we kind of steer clear of, in fact, there's, there's, there's a Bible verse and in fact, it's Hebrews. And it says, be content with what you have, because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Yeah. Um, we are so content with what we have. And so what we have is we have donkeys. We have miniature donkeys. Um, and one is expecting a baby. I'm so excited. Um, we have goats, um, chickens, ducks. It's just, it's fun. So that is, we're having a blast with it. I love it. Never will I leave you. And yeah. he's with you. I bet when you look at that farm, you're like, this is beautiful. Thank you, Jesus. The road that we live on, and I don't know if this is probably too much information and you can tell me if it is, yeah. um, is Sila. And okay. Sila is actually a biblical term. And it, it is, um, if it is, it is throughout the book of Psalms. It is just, it is, it is to rejoice. It is to praise. 
Um, it is to sing. It is, in fact, Sila is is said many times at the end of a lot of praising chapters throughout Psalms. Um, so our vision, our our thought is is that, and it's for forever. You're praising forever is what Sila means. So we call our home Sila Acres um, because we name everything in our family: cars, yeah. campers, donkeys. Everybody gets a name. And um, so Sela Acres is our home and, is, and we are praising God forever for the blessings that he has given to us with our home and our property. So that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, Riley was telling me the other night that word mm-hmm. Sela, he was saying that it means, and I don't know if this is the definition of it, but he's like, you should put it on the bottom of a coffee mug. So that way, when you lift the mug up, people will see Selah because he said it means give it to God and let it be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like show it to the kids, show it right? to the husband, like uh-huh. Selah, give it to God. Uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> what were you I asking like me to do? Give it to God. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, well, the serious question I wanted to ask you is when you are asking God to clear your thoughts and to clear your mind, to have that sincere time with him to have that wholehearted time with him where you're seeking only him and you're clearing out all the distractions around you in your mind, all of it. What do you visualize? Hmm. Oh, you're going to make me cry. I visualize Jesus sitting next to me and it's, I just, in fact, I have goosebumps and I'm trying really hard not to have tears in my eyes because it's going to miss up my mascara for my next painting. Um, (laughs) But, um, I do. I see Jesus sitting next to me. I feel his presence. Um, I feel like his hand is on my shoulders and I just, I just feel like it's, it's such a beautiful, intimate friendship, father, daughter kind of deal that it's just he and I, and we are just talking and he's there listening and he's there guiding me. So that's what I see. Now, whether he's there or not, I don't know, but that's just how I feel. (laughs) Yes. I'm so glad you shared that because we do want to have that meditation time with God to close our eyes, to meditate on scripture, to ask him, God, what do you want to do today? What I surrender, you know, I surrender, do what you want in my life. What do you want me to do? Let's go, God. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And when you're doing that, it's like, what is coming up in your mind? Yeah. And I was just curious. Yeah. Just curious. No, that's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. I should ask more people that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would be curious to see what they say. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a neat, it's a neat moment. Okay. I see God as a lion. I don't know why. I think it's from revelation where it's talking about the four seated beasts where it's like the eagle, the lion, the a person who has like a human face mm-hmm. and then the bull, I think, I don't know why, but I heard Francis Chan give a message when I was back in high school at a summer camp and he read those scriptures in revelation talking about what heaven looks like. And for some reason, that picture of the lion just stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be crazy. Like whoever's <laughs> listening to this is like, you girls are crazy, but <laughs> I'm just telling, this is kind of an intimate spiritual conversation. So just know that. But um, 
it's almost like if I have thoughts that jump into my brain when I'm trying to have that intimate time with him, I mean, it's literally like jumping in, you know, like grabbing my attention. Um, it's like, I hear a roar. It's like, isn't that weird? He's going after those thoughts and getting them out. (laughs) It's like, yeah. He's like, are you really going to focus on me? Are you really going to make this about me? Because you got to get that stuff out. You just got to focus on me. Fix your eyes on me. Right. Yep. I love it. I love it. I do too. When I say it out loud, it's like, oh, that's weird. But when I experience it, it's like, yeah, you got to get those thoughts out, girl, or else you're going to be distracted and everything's going to fall apart because you're not making it about Jesus and it's going to be meaningless and this is serious. Yeah. So for me, when I, when those thoughts come in my head, I have this little still built, still quiet voice that I can hear that kind of hits me and it, um, not hits me, but it comes into my mind and it's just, and it's refocus. Hey, come back. Where are you at? Where are you going? Come back to me. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's what I hear. So um, what Bible verse is helping you? What Bible verse oh, is encouraging you in this season? Oh. <laughs> there's, there's five of them. And it's, it's actually Ephesians chapter three, verses 14 through 19. And I, I like to sometimes take the Bible verses. And if it says you, I change it to me. Yeah. Um, and, and so it reads, I need your strength to live out the truth for my life. For this reason, I kneel before the father from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen me with power through his spirit and my inner being so that Christ may dwell in my heart through faith. And I pray that I being rooted and established in love may have power together with all of the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ to know that this love that surpasses knowledge that I may be filled with the measure of all the fullness of God. And for, for me, there's so many lies in the world that consume my thoughts it can, and it consumes others. And, but just knowing that the truth of the father is there and he's going to strengthen me. That's, that's my help. That's just knowing that he's there for me. I'm trying to stay rooted, stay established in that love, knowing that his power is going to over, overtake all of those lies. So that is amazing that you just said saints, because that comes straight from Revelation 5 8. So here's the scene, and I'm reading this at gotquestions.org, but it's saying, Think about the saints. Okay, so Jamie just talked about the saints. What are the saints? And on this website right here, it defines it. And this is great. It says, the scene in Revelation 5 is John's vision of heaven's throne room when the lamb had taken the scroll of God's judgment into his own hand, quote, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb. Each one had a harp and they were holding golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of God's people. Oh my goodness. The four living creatures. That's it. That's it. That's the lion. That's the the human face. That's the bull. That's the eagle. Like the saints. Can you read that scripture one more time, please? Sure. Yeah. Uh, For this reason, I kneel before the father from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches that he may strengthen me with power through his spirit in my inner being so that Christ may dwell in my heart through faith. And I pray that I being rooted and established in love may have power together with all of the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep 
is the love of Christ, and to know that this love that surpasses knowledge, that I may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Did that just say together with the saints? Yes. Together with the saints. With the saints. Yes. Together. Mm-hmm. That wor- what does that word mean? Together like with them? With them. Yeah. Together with all the saints. Oh so my were, goodness. Yes. Yeah. So when, oh my goodness. Okay. So when I'm <laughs> visualizing that I'm with the saints, mm-hmm. but then when we pray that we want that to continue, right? Like to continue from that meditation time to keep being Absolutely. together with the saints. Oh and my it, goodness. It's trusting him enough to guide us through whatever that day, the day is accomplishing his purpose and his timeliness and, and everything. So keep refocusing on that time of, of that prayer and faith and walk and that togetherness. Togetherness. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the name of this podcast. Great. Yay. <laughs> Togetherness with Jamie Bateman. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to share? Because you're so fun. You're funny. You're just a light. I mean, it's all Jesus. <laughs> like Jesus radiates through you. And that's why you're here. Like, that's why I was like, Jamie has to come on because anybody who knows you knows that you radiate Jesus and you love him. Like you humbly I do. I do. love him. So Anyway, just love hearing from you. But is there anything else that you wanted to say? I just, I just gotta, I gotta share what got me here because that is a God story. And and I know our time is coming to an end, but I, and I will wrap this up quickly. So I used to work in healthcare and, um, and I did for 14 years of my life and it was my career. uh, And, and I had no desire, no plan, nothing that I was going to change. That I was going to, I was going to grow and retire from healthcare um, until one day, uh, I was actually, I went to a rotary meeting and I saw the person who was in my position here at the college. He was at the time and he mentioned the fact that he was retiring. So I knew that he was retiring, but again, it still didn't, there was no light bulbs, but it's just funny how God puts you on a path and he starts interjecting these ideas to you, but you're still close ear to it and you're not listening to what he's telling you. So I just, okay, he's retiring. No big deal. A couple weeks later, I get a call from the past president of the college. And she tells me, she says, hey, did you know so-and-so was retiring from this position at college? And I said, yes, ma'am, I did hear. I heard it at a rotary meeting. And she said, you need to apply for that position. And I said, excuse me? And she said, you need to apply. And I said, I don't have any desire. And she said, I understand that, but you're going to apply for this position. And, and to know her is to know the strength that she has and the, and, and, and the relationships that she has with, with people throughout the community. So I hung up that phone. I'm like, no, there's no way. And, and I remember walking over to the, the president's office and talking to his assistant, who was a dear friend, still is. And I told her, I said, you will not believe the phone call that I got. So she said, what are you going to do? I said, the only thing I know to do is to pray about it. I have no desire to leave. I was not looking at all. So I prayed about it. And I literally, it was two weeks later. And I was with my mom and dad and my husband. We were coming back from someplace. And my dad asked me, he said, Jamie, he said, you keep saying you're praying about it. He said, but he said, have you taken any steps to see? He said, you got to take that first step and prayerfully take that first step to see if this is the path that God wants you to take. He said, because otherwise you're just sitting and praying. Yeah. He said, but if God is urging you or leading you to something, you need to take that first step. Right, right, and, right. And so I said, okay. <laughs> so okay, dad. I did, I did. And I called. and. One thing led to another, and I found myself at 
the interview. And I got done with the interview and they excused me from the boardroom. They introduced me to the staff. They brought me back into the boardroom and without hesitation offered me the job. And I thought, okay. Um, And the entire time I kept saying to myself, Lord, you brought me here. I did not seek this position. I was not looking. My intentions were to retire in healthcare. Um, Why? And then it came to me that it's not for me to know the why it's for me to know that he has a plan for me. And so to this day, seven years later, I am still saying, okay, Lord Jesus, it is because of you that I am here and I don't need to know the why, but I put my faith and my trust in my career in your capable hands. And every day I pray that he will continue to guide me on this pathway of life. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. God, keep guiding me, use me, you know, take this career that you've given me Mm -hmm. and make it yours. Like just, I have on my computer screen and Ricky, you can see this, but no one else can. And it is uh, Psalms 32, eight. It says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. I read that every day. It is right on my monitor, y'all. Yeah. He's watching over you. That's so good. Yes. Well, um, and we are wrapping up here. I just thank you, Jamie, for your time. And at the end of every podcast, we always pray, Father, decrease us and increase you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you will also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi, y'all. This is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. <laughs> 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 <laughs>